Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. I have a green screen. You have a green blanket screen, which you basically have a Harry Potter invisibility cloak. That's all I know. Oh, I just got a speak of the devil. I just got on my desktop a MI Live notification from YouTube. So welcome to MI Live. Um, This is the show where we talk all about fitness and nutrition, how to make your life simple. If you have not subscribed on YouTube, you need to go to youtube.com slash C slash Malcrozink. No, you don't. You need to subscribe. No, you don't. You need to go to youtube.com. No, you don't. Slash C. Oh, snap. You can go to macrosinc.net slash YouTube and you can click subscribe. If we reach 100,000 subscribers by the end of the year, uh, we are going to donate $10,000. Jay has a grand piano on his arm. Um, well, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Jay. That's that's Dr. Brad Dieter extraordinaire. I have a, we found out yesterday that we have a green screen. Effect. Um, so now we have green screen stuff. I am going to take a picture of my background Put it exactly so it lines up so it looks like an invisibility cloak. That would be actually be pretty cool. This is my car wash towel. Oh, I like it. I mean, look, look at my look at <laughs> that's so funny. So uh, this is also a audio only podcast, which will be dropping oh, yeah. this week. Um, we have somebody who's very generously helping us um, kind of edit the last few episodes and add in some intro and outro clips. And he's doing it. We, uh, he's doing the work for us, and we're going to make a donation to his nonprofit for doing it. Um, so it's going to be a pretty cool thing that we're able to do for everybody. Um, but this is an audio only podcast as well, so people can't see what Jay's doing. He's holding up a green blanket. Blue uh, blanket. That, I have a blue screen setting. A blue blanket. A blue blanket. Uh, but yeah, so we are we're completely off script already. We are two minutes into the show. We were three minutes right. late today. Yeah, we were. Um, and we're off script, even though I have. A brand new microphone, if you guys can see that. I they sound, can't. They're on audio, remember? I sound much better. I think it sounds different. You sound different. I know. So let's jump into our first topic today then, shall we? And that is Do it. high-protein diets. So Yes. High-protein diet. Um, first, let's, let's go with a normal protein diet. So what is the RDA for protein intake for the average adult? Um, that's a good question. Jay, should, where if we wanted to look this up where would we go um i would say that you go to nutrawiki.org nutrawiki.org and what did go ahead what does nutrawiki tell us about daily protein intakes i don't know i gotta look it up (laughs) (laughs) how come you're not doing that um so the rda for protein requirements is everybody ready is a very modest 0.8 grams per kilogram so that is roughly like 0.4 grams per pound, like on average. So for a 150-pound person, that is 60 grams of protein per day. Yeah, so that's pretty low. It's, now, the thing to like realize a, is it's like yeah, a RDA is like a minimum. What? Pardon me? That's, I said that's like a well-rounded protein scoop. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty minimal. Um, and the so, RDA, would you say the RDAs are what? Uh, they're basically like the minimum number. It's the recommended daily allowance, which is like eh, about how much you should get in a day. Now, that is kind of to cover your basic needs. That's not mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to be super awesome. That's just like, eh, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to coast, coast. That's for, and it's also for people who are not exercise, resist, exercising regularly, correct? Also, yes. That's like what you need to not die. Um, yeah, don't die. That'd be bad. Um, so that is the kind of the RDA. Um, now the real question is we generally at macros Inc recommend higher protein intakes, um, than that roughly around, what does it translate to? Like 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kilogram or uh, use those communist numbers some, somewhere in the neighborhood of 0. 0.7 to 1.0 grams per pound, yeah, per, pound per, per, per units of weights of freedom. Yes, per freedom unit. Um, so there's a few things to like to chat about with high-protein diets. So one is part of the kind of f- frame shift we have to have. Hello. Uh, somebody left a comment. Part of the frame shift that we have to have is 
we all kind of think high protein diets when really what we should be talking about is like optimal protein diets. So it's, it's higher than kind of RDA baseline numbers, but they're not, they're not extraordinarily high, right? They're really more like optimal ish protein diets. And that's kind of in that 0.7 to 1.2 grams per pound range where 1.2 is a little bit on the high end. 0.7 is kind of a little on the low end. Um, so that was, that's kind of what a lot of people call high protein diets or, what I like to call optimal protein diets. So Jay, if we take that number and we extrapolate it, like let's say you're a, just to keep the math easy, let's say you're a, a 200 pound client. Okay. Right. That means your protein intake can be anywhere from uh, 140 grams a day to 220 grams a day. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's a huge window, right? That's like yeah. three pieces of chicken or four pieces of chicken difference between the low end and the high end. Especially if you're spacing your protein out evenly through a day, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, so you, I mean, you can be in a optimal or high protein diet intake across a pretty wide range of intake. Now, would you would you say that it's better to be for for somebody? You know, most of our most of our audience, you know, obviously most most people who are listening are probably trying to lose weight um, and and build muscle. That's what most people want to do. And for those of you who are like, I don't want to build muscle, you just probably have a misconception in your head about what that actually. You probably is. do want to build muscle. Yeah, most, people, most people do, muscle. right? And, and especially, I think once you start looking into the uh, into like causes of of loss of independence in seniors, um, it's from falls and breaking your hip and osteoporosis and things like that. It's it's that injuries, um, and these are all injuries that protein can prevent by having muscle can prevent we're not talking about getting jacked like arnold schwarzenegger we're just talking about having a decent amount of of padding on your ass so when you fall you don't break your hip um i mean that's what you want right so you bounce like i don't want to squish i want to bounce um so by by having that higher protein intake it's going to help you so i think that in my opinion it is I would, and, and we're always assuming that everybody has normal renal function for all of this. You have normal kidney problems, no, no kidney problems, normal kidney function. And I would rather be on that high end of it. Um, even if I have to struggle to get my protein in, it's not a struggle to find a good protein. It might take you two weeks to find a protein shake you like, but I, I would always rather be on the higher end of that and have a little too much protein than, than not enough. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and there's, there's a lot of reasons for that from satiety reasons to, uh, metabolic rate to all sorts of stuff. Um, generally kind of defaulting to a slightly higher protein intake is beneficial. Now Mm. there have been several studies that have actually been done on the effect of like pretty high protein intake. So we're talking three point, I think it was like 3.3 grams per kilogram. Um, Mm. a friend and colleague of mine, uh, Jose Antonio did a couple studies out of his lab in, in Florida and they had people for like long periods, like six to 12 months consuming 3.3 grams tons per kilogram. That is stupid amounts. I mean, yeah. that is like, that would be me. Let's see how much do I weigh? I weigh probably 80 kilograms. So that would be me having like, I don't know, 270 grams of protein a day. That is, that is like nine protein shakes a day. That's a lot. You say you only weigh 80 kilograms? Yeah, I'm probably 175. Oh, you're so cute. I, I do. I'm I'm scrawny. But yeah, how tall are you? A six foot. So I'm either really fat or just really jacked. I'll go with a little from column A, a little from column B. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I five, just have I'm, like I'm five seven and weigh four pounds more than you. Dude, I, I don't know. I did not get great genetics. My my parents are just tiny people. You're, you're tiny, you're six feet tall, you but like they're like very very small in diameter people. <laughs> small diameter <laughs> like they're just like very very small slim people. I mean like I think the heaviest I've ever weighed when I was like working out a lot. I mean we're talking probably 20 30 hours a week of training and eating a lot. Um it was probably 185. Wow. Yeah, so like I've never been able to put on 
I mean, I, yeah, it's even if when I, I was, you, if I mail you a random syringe filled with fluid every week, will you just <laughs> have your wife inject you with it and we'll see what happens? Um, that would be a great YouTube series. I'd end up in jail, but that's fine. No, no, I didn't say it was going to be elite. I didn't tell you what it was going to be. Sometimes it'll be an antihistamine. Sometimes it'll be epinephrine. Oh sometimes God. it might be an anabolic. You don't know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to send you random syringes with random medications in them. Like I said, the YouTube series would be good. Um, so, there are a few things to like consider, you know, Jay, where would you say high protein diets are the most beneficial? Like in what people under what circumstances? Um, so I would, under the circumstance for any, well, so if we're going with, with high protein, I would say realistically, I would say with anybody, um, would be uh, the best. And I can think of so many populations. So first, the obvious one are people who are actively trying to gain weight or gain, build muscle. If you're, you know, if you, if you are lifting weight, uh, exercising in any capacity, high protein diet. If you're trying to diet and lose body fat, high protein diet. I probably would actually go even higher than those if you're significant. If you're in a significant deficit to minimize muscle loss, um, or be at the high end of that range that we were talking about. Um, and then people who are bulking can probably go in a little bit lower of a high protein diet. They can be on the low end of those numbers. But I really can't think of too many examples in the average person where you'd go be- to, that's justifiable to go below those let's say you're a ultra endurance athlete mm-hmm. would there be a rationale for kind of sparing some of your calories more for fats and carbohydrates than protein yeah but i would still I, me personally i would still try to stay on the low end of that of that high range i wouldn't go down to the rda i'd still want to stay up high, in that range i'll just assume everybody's going to be in that range that we talked about so if you're like an endurance athlete and need a lot of carbs on the low end of that range, if you're somebody, a bodybuilder or the average person or an older person, uh, and by older, I mean anybody over, I'll go, I'll go 45. I'll make a, I'll go way low on the scale where people go and you should be on the higher end of that. So are you calling me really old? You're younger than me. What? Um, so what? What people might you have a contraindication or be like, man, I probably wouldn't go high protein. Um, first, people who who just really don't enjoy it. Um, there okay. are some people who do not enjoy high protein diets, um, and that's personal. Uh, so there's people who don't like steak, is what you're telling me. Um, no, because I would put a vegan on a high protein diet. They just need a lot more. Um, but they- I, but I would I would definitely put um, somebody with with any underlying renal issues. I would not put on a high protein diet. Agreed. Um, so there are uh, specific guidelines surrounding protein intake for people with established kidney disease. Um, and it generally, the recommendations start to change uh, when they have CKD stage uh, three, four, and five is when they kind of have stepwise regressions of protein intake. Um, mm-hmm. There's also, it depends on if you have diabetes or not. So imagine you have a two by two grid, but one mm-hmm. is you have... Um, presence of chronic kidney disease, no presence of chronic kidney disease, diabetes and no diabetes. Mm -hmm. You have progressive changes in protein intake depending on your CKD status and your diabetes status. So you can have, you know, pretty advanced diabetes where your renal function is still sustained normal. Um, but there may be contraindications for having reduced protein intake depending on where you are at in your your kind of diabetes history um, where it makes sense to reduce protein intake because of potential future declines in renal function. Yeah. Great. Hi from Wales, Liam. Um, if you are actually in Wales or are you that is a, awesome? Are you in a whale? I think he spelled it like the place, not the actual mammal isn't it weird that whales are mammals canadian everybody everybody else in the world spells like the word color with a u and they're wrong because there's no u in the word color or gray Uh, with an e uh you can go either way i'm I'm okay with that one but the but maybe maybe this is some unique english way of spelling the word whale um i've always wanted to go to london and wales in that area i really Um, want to go to woking where's that it's where the mclaren headquarters is oh my god Although they may be going bankrupt. So well, I think we, most people are going to go bankrupt. We may be able to snag some uh, sports series McLarens for real. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Abigail said those RDA numbers are also not for people who are actively dieting, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, 
the RDA doesn't really have anything to do on dieting. Right. So, but I mean, we would go higher if they were dieting, right? Yeah. Generally speaking, a higher protein diet is much more beneficial in the context of dieting than non-dieting. Yeah. I'm having a bad hair day today. For anybody who's watching, listening to this on the podcast, you guys are lucky you can't see this mess that I got going on up here. Dude, I'm so pumped about your long hair. I can't wait till mine grows out all the way. I said to, I said to Lisa the other day, I said, I'm going to cut my hair. And I mean, for anybody who's no, you are not. Well, I was joking. I just, I I, really, I just want to make sure that she's okay with me having longer hair. Like, so I always say, like, do you want me to get haircut? So you're testing the waters, is what you're saying. Yeah, but I do it like every four hours because I'm nervous. And the, (laughs) but the, uh, I mean, I had short hair my whole life. I was a fireman, uh, fireman right out of high school, and I had short hair forever. And uh, letting it grow, I've always wanted to, and I, I finally got past that awkward stage where I can't do anything with it. And now I'm just getting lazy and don't want to do anything with it in the mornings, but. I hear that. He's in Wales, the place. Wales. Or is it Wales and you're in Germany? The Weimark. Wales. I think that would be Wales, yeah, if it was German, because we'd say it as a Just ignore me. Um, All right, Brad, if somebody's looking for help with their protein intake and they're like, you know what? I don't know. I I don't know what this communist unit kilogram is you keep talking about. Um, Pounds of freedom are not my friend because I don't own a scale. I just want somebody to really guide me through this process and not use this term kilogram or per pound or any of that. I want to do math. I just want them to tell me what I should be at and explain why. Where could somebody go? Well, the best place to go would be macrozinc.net. Um, then I'd probably go slash services so you can sign up for coaching immediately. Now, if you're feeling maybe a little unsure of yourself, um, I will reassure you that all of our coaches are excellent. In fact, they are far better than Jay and I at our jobs. That's why they have their jobs. And we um, do not take very many That's why it takes two of us to do our job. We're doing like two of us do one person's job and our coaches, each coach does the job of 40 people. That's 100% true. So. Um, all of the awesomeness that comes out of this place is 1000% oh, yeah. due to all of our coaches. Um, yeah. We just, I don't even know. What we, we, we have the passwords to the to paychecks. Like, <laughs> that's, that's fairly accurate. That's pretty uh, So, or you can just go to macrozinc.net, poke around. We have a ton of free resources there. Um, we have we a NutriWiki. We have uh, free eBooks. We have free working out at home guides. We have an apparel store. We have uh, a calculator. Um, we have a podcast coming very soon. We have other initiatives coming very soon. Macrosync.net for anybody watching on YouTube, macrosync.net slash free group. And that will take you to our free Facebook group with almost 160,000 people in it. Um, it's and it's not, and it's, I, I'm proud to say it's not a shit show of a group though, right? It's a really, really well mod. We have professional moderators in there all 24 hours a day who are <laughs> actually making sure that the content's good. No, um, like we literally have job titles at Macros Inc. called Macros Inc. Moderator. Moderator, lead moderator, director of moderator, the real positions. Yeah. I, th- I think what's cool is, I mean, we, we watch that group like a hawk and we, we get alerts when something happens, when somebody flags a post is inappropriate. And, and our, our group is really good about self-moderating. But in the entire history of the group, uh, 160,000 people, there has been one time that our moderators did not get to something in time and it got flagged by Facebook only once, only once in that whole history. I moderated a group with like 400 people in it. And I think we had a Facebook auto flag like every four hours. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, so let's see what other kind of comments we got. It's an awesome group from Nicola. Thank you. Also, I literally just got an email from the person yesterday and they actually took my advice and in the subject line of the email said, give me my free stuff. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they should do. Yeah. Give me my free stuff. Send me an email in the subject line, put, give me my free stuff. And they follow the directions to a T. So they're going to get free stuff. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. And that is Vita Vita Vegemin. Vitamin D. Do you know what Vita Vita Vegemin is from? No. No, if anybody knows, I'm going to give you a free shirt. What is Vita Vita Vegemin from? First person who gets it, you get a free shirt. That reminds me of Alive Awake Alert. Enthusiastic. Nobody's going to, if anybody gets this, it's, I'm it's Alive from, Awake Alert. Oh, somebody Please. commented. Let's see. That Lindsay was said who emailed you. Yeah. Lindsay said that was her that emailed you. She is on top of it. Vita Vita Vegemin. How does nobody know this? How am I the only one watching this? The only one here that knows this? I'm not, I'm not, don't Google it. Do not say it. I'm going to look it up. Ah, now I know what it's from. Yeah. 
Well, now you can, shouldn't have said you can look it up because now everybody's going to look it up and type it in. Don't look it up. Be honest, people. If you don't know it, don't say it. I'll say it in you have five seconds. Four, three, three two, two, one. one. Nobody got it. It's from I Love Lucy. I, I didn't know that. Oh, oh, Facebook user got it. I'll give you that. This one. I Love Lucy. You got it first. I don't know who that is, but yeah. Facebook user number, Facebook user, um, email in. If you typed in I Love Lucy exclamation point, but using love and Lucy on lowercase, you win a free carpenter pencil. And a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, no carpenter pencil included. Um, so v- vitamin D, vitamin D. What is um, bread? Yes. Is So give me one quick fact about vitamin D. One, you can only, and it has to be one sentence long. Vitamin D is a secosteroid hormone-like vitamin okay, that so- has... <laughs> Uh, multiple metabolic and endocrine effects in the body. That's one sentence. Okay, so for those of us who actually care about vitamin D and have no idea what you said, um, can I translate? No. Okay. Okay. Just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) You asked me for like permission to say something. Yeah, I just just wanted to see what you would say if you'd shut me down. Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin that we get from the sun. If you're not in the sun a whole lot, you need more of it and you need to supplement it with it and it yes. does all that crap brad said that had multiple syllables that i can't say except yeah, for- i had one shot i had to be as accurate as possible yeah yeah you you were accurate so so now- it is the only vitamin that i am aware of that is made by the body due to sunlight like we're basically i make uh, solar panels but instead of making energy we make vitamin d i make awesomeness does that count Yes, 100%. Okay. But that's not a vitamin. Brad, do I synthesize? Do you synthesize vitamin D or make it? You synthesize, synthesize it. I'm sorry. Synthesize or absorb it? You synthesize it. Do I synthesize vitamin D when I have my invisibility cloak on? Uh, well, your arms are st- were sticking out, so. Do I still, am I synthesizing it now? No. Okay. Well, no. So <laughs> the way it really works, and I'll make it as simple as possible, is your body basically turns cholesterol into another molecule through the process of vitamin D and then it gets processed by your liver and your kidneys to form the fully active vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So, and, you, Oh, go ahead. Um, and that's the primary source of vitamin D in your body. You, you do get some from your diet, but you still really heavily rely on skin or uh, sun production. So Brad, are most people getting enough of the D or do they need more? They need way more. Way now, more they need way more vitamin D. Um, but in reality, what they really need is more... I love how Jay's laughing at himself for his joke. Um, we really need more sun <laughs> exposure than we do um, like food sources of vitamin D. It's like you... Unless you're supplementing with it, just having a diet that's higher in vitamin D content is probably not enough to offset the fact that we never go outside and we're never exposed to sun. So are most people are under, is there, is, is it, is it a say, you know, the, the, everything that I've, anytime anybody writes an article on T nation that says vitamin D, they say, just take it is, is, is it, before I supplement with 5,000 units of vitamin D a day should what? That's probably too much. Um, okay. Before I supplement with, 3000, whatever I'm supplementing with before I just go buy vitamin, vitamin D pills and start taking them. Should I go get my labs tested first? And can I overdose on vitamin D? So you should always get your, uh, your blood tested for anytime you're taking a, uh, especially a fat soluble vitamin. So fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K actually are stored in your tissues. So fat tissue, bone tissue, muscle tissue, they store in any tissue that contains fat. Um, and that is every cell in your body. Okay. Now, when you said that, um, when you say that, can I, if I'm dying, I know we talked about this with other stuff and I, I know the answer, but if I'm dieting and I, man, my hair is out of control. I can't tame it, dude. It's wild. If I have, if I'm, let's say I'm an obese person and I do, I go through some rapid weight loss and I've been, and I have, I've been supplementing vitamin D. Well, I release that in my bloodstream more rapidly. 
If you've been losing weight, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Let's say I'm a bariatric patient and I'm dropping 10 pounds a week. So if you're having really high rates of lipolysis like that, mm-hmm. any of the stored stuff in your fat tissue is going to be dumped into your circulation at a higher rate. Um, yeah. So that's why, generally speaking, when I have clients who are losing substantial amounts of weight, I will have their blood work done every like six to eight weeks. So if I have like a 400-pound client who's losing five to 10 pounds a week, we do pretty scheduled blood tests for those types of things um, because it's not only like vitamins, but if you're exposed to like, you know, fat soluble um, environmental stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it stores in your fat tissue and it's not really causing any problems, but as it gets dumped into circulation, um, that's another reason why we do that. Yeah. So, so, and the second part of that question, just to be clear, before you start supplementing with vitamin D, should we be getting labs done and speaking to a doctor or should we just, can I just go to GNC and buy it? No, I would really recommend people get their blood tested. Um, Blood tests are not overly expensive. Vitamin D is a pretty standard on any metabolic panel. Um, You may have to ask for it, but just check. And then the other thing is um, make sure that you are adequately dosing and not underdosing or not way overdosing. Um, One of the things we do know from the literature is that kind of sustained lower dose vitamin D is far more effective than like trying to take a whole bunch for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Wait, sus- sustained little dose. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like let's say you, yeah, I, you know, you I, were low I, and you were like, it's better to take like a thousand IUs a day for like 12 months than to take like 50,000 a day once a week. Right. And I, I actually had, I got into an argument, my grandmother, somebody, uh, somebody commented that their doctor has them on prescription for vitamin D. My grandma was on a prescription for vitamin D and I, it was, it was like, yeah, 50,000, I 50,000 units once a week or something like that. I, I can't, it was an abnorm, abnormally high number. And, uh, my grandma is, uh, like a, a very, my grandma's part of Cherokee and has very, is, is outside all the time. Not probably, probably very low risk for vitamin D deficiency. And I said, did you get labs done? She's like, oh, I've been on this for 20 years. And I, I, said well why, why don't we take it daily can you talk to your doctor about it? and her doctor her doctor goes i didn't even know i was writing you a prescription for that what yeah didn't didn't realize she just had it on like they just she would just call in to get it refilled and they she did she's like oh the whoever was answering the phone was just okaying the prescription for the past like 20 years for how that's not good no no we me and me and their doctors are uh her, her my grandparents cardiologist former cardiologist i failed him in an advanced cardiovascular life support class because oh, that's he couldn't tell that. me what he kept calling svt uh uh vtac and the other three cardiologists in the class uh oh like like really got upset with him and we're like how do you not this is a clear def- it's not a trick question it's a clear definition of the difference he's like well i don't see it very often so i'm not familiar it's like, kind of like not all nutrition coaches are the same. Not all yeah. surgeons are the same. It's almost yeah. like you should go to macrosync.net and sign up for coaching with us and not anybody yeah. else. So who should not take vitamin D? Um, people who have very high levels of vitamin D in their blood. Okay, so people um, are all the time. Yeah, there's also some contraindications. So like, if you're on warfarin or some other um, drug that interacts with vitamin K, you want to be careful with your vitamin D dosages. And you also want to be careful with your calcium intake um, because there's an interaction there that can cause calcification of vessels Mm -hmm. um if you have established kidney issues also check with your doctor um those are the those are the big indications now you had mentioned your your grandma um who's cherokee indian there is a there's a little bit unknown about what are normal or optimal vitamin d levels across uh different skin colors so This is specifically regarding how vitamin D works, right? So vitamin D works on sunlight absorption into kind of lower levels of the skin. Um, The lighter your skin is, the more easily you convert cholesterol to the kind of precursor that becomes vitamin D. So the darker your skin color, the less vitamin D you produce per, you know, unit of sun you receive. So generally speaking, that's why we see people who are, um, you know, who have darker colored skin have lower levels of vitamin D. When she, when she finally got, I made her go get her labs done. And when she did whatever, I can't remember what the, what the range was that on their, on their lab reports, but she was four times over their tolerance level. 
Yeah, that's not good. No, no. I was like, and she, cause she's outside all day, every day. I mean, so. Do you have any cardiac issues? Uh, my grandmother is 78 and has absolutely zero medical issues, except for the, uh, she has nodules on her thyroid that she doesn't take Synthroid or anything for. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, absolutely no. If you saw her, you'd think she was like 55. Well, yeah, you'd think she was like 55, like she's aged amazingly. <clears throat> I mean, and, and it's funny, my 78-year-old grandmother has much more active social life than I have. And her, uh, like her average friend's age is probably like five years older than me. I mean, but let's be real. Almost everybody has more active social life than us. Yeah, that's very true. Um, somebody said, let's see on YouTube. Christy said, my daughter has to take an adult dose and she does not properly absorb calcium. If, and this is what you just talked about. If she does not take it, then she starts losing hair, nails and other other issues. Lots of tests to find out and determine dose. Yeah, that's, that's very normal when we talk about, uh, vitamin D and calcium. So vitamin D is definitely part of the regulatory mechanisms for calcium. Um, and so you, if you do have you know, some calcium absorption issues, how you take that with vitamin D and vitamin K is important. So somebody in the group, uh, OTC, I'm assuming this is just over the counter, not some super secret meaning. Over the counter. Uh, over the counter recommendation is usually 2000 uh, units taken daily with food. 50,000 units is prescription strength, usually taken once a week for three months and then labs need to be repeated. Yeah, but you can also get, um, I mean, you can get vitamin D in prescription at a thousand units, 2000, 5000, 10,000 units as well. Um, the differences are how it's how it's made. So if someone has like US, if someone has USP after it, it's made in a different environment versus something that's a supplement. So that's and insurance covers it. So that's that's one of the bigger things because you can go to GNC and buy. I, I believe they have a fifty thousand. I know they have a twenty five. They used to at least have a twenty five thousand uh, units pill. Yeah, and you know one of the things is I spent far too many hours of my life reading through the vitamin D literature for a bunch of reviews I've written. Um, but it's very clear across the board that in almost every single condition, whether we're looking at uh, cardiovascular, upper respiratory tract infections, bone mineral density, fractures, um, any of those things, uh, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand to 5,000 I use per day is far more beneficial than uh, like super physiological acute doses. Um, like they've even tested up to like hundreds of thousands of IUs for like acute prescription strength doses, and those do not have the same effect. Hmm. So ninety is normal. Over a hundred is considered toxic. So my grandma was at like four. I think she was at like then she was at like four twenty five. She was a billion. Yeah. Uh, my vitamin D was. Uh, I t- had my vitamin D tested. I was ninety. My doctor didn't care that it was higher than six to eighty. Yeah, and and it, you know those and the the person below said ninety is normal. Over hundred is considered toxicity. Those ranges when you're looking at it, a lot of it. If you get if you go to two different labs and they give you the ranges to be in, it will be different for a lot of different things. Um, not not significantly, but they'll be different. Um, free testosterone is one that you see this huge variance in what's a normal range. I've seen I've seen the top level of normal. 900 and i've seen it at 700 and i've seen the low level 100 and i've seen low levels at 250 that's great yeah um the only one that you really see standardized and i've even seen differences in my own lab work are on um ldl and hdl and i've still seen variances of 10 you know what's uh, interesting about cholesterol levels is if you have your blood tested like back-to-back days um, or even send it to two different labs mm-hmm. on the same draw you're looking mm-hmm. at like a 15 percent difference yeah. so that means your ldl could be you know, 170 or 200. And that's the difference yep. between getting statin prescribed and not prescribed. Did they ever tell you about the guy I worked with that he was, he was out on medical. He was a fireman out on medical. And then when he was trying to come back, uh, he had a heart attack and he was trying to come back and they kept telling his cholesterol was too high. So he just went and donated blood four times in 24 hours, got tested and it dropped really low and he got oh, good for him. Yeah. And then I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not the best idea for a guy who's a fireman to have heart problems going in, but you know, um, Brad is a hundred is 5,000 units of vitamin D too much. If you haven't had any blood work done. Um, I would say yes. So if you're taking 5,000, um, that's a moderately high dosage. I would definitely get your blood work done if you're continuing to have that much. And a person in the groups that is there a difference between the D's? Um, I don't know. Brad and I have never compared, uh, like oh, 3d I- or other named supplements. <laughs> I've been waiting for this comment for, I don't even know how long. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) 
uh, so there are, when you were talking because there are differences between the D's. Uh, vitamin D two and vitamin D three. Uh, vitamin D three is really the bioactive one. Um, so if you buy vitamin D as a supplement, make sure you're getting vitamin D three. Maybe you're D three. I'm not bioactive. That sounds horrible. Uh, Mighty Ducks D three was a great movie. Sounds like you need penicillin after you're bioactive. Dude, I probably do need penicillin. <laughs> After talking to you, you're so gross. <laughs> oh, the joke that I love it when you I love it when I make when when you get forced into saying awkward things that you normally wouldn't say. It makes my day every time. Uh all right. Let's jump into our last final and third topic. I don't remember what it is do now. We need our show sponsor. Oh, we do. You can talk that while I figure out what we're doing. Who's our show well, sponsor? Well, Jay tries to get himself organized. Um <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about our show sponsor. <laughs> who is pretty fabulous, by the way, and I had at lunch. If you did not see my meal prep meal review in the Facebook group, go to macrosinc.net slash free group um, and then search for Brad Dieter and you will find this video. I had the Chipotle chicken meatballs today from Mother of Macros. They will prepare, freeze, ship individual meals to your door that have been labeled with all the macros. They're generally macro friendly. Um, Like today, my lunch was like 35 grams of protein, eight grams of fat, 50 grams of carbohydrates, and it was delicious. Um, If you want that delivered directly to your door each week, or even just one week out of the month, or even have a big order and freeze it so you can have it for the uh, rest of the month or year, you can have them kind of ready to go, go to motherofmacros.com. Select all the delicious things, use code MACROS10 at checkout, and you can save 10%. That's the the nice mic. You got to move close to hear it. It is so good. Amy Hall said hello. Hello, Amy. Hello. Uh, The person who asked the question about the difference between our Ds uh, said she couldn't leave, uh, that they couldn't leave us hanging, and that's what she said. I was going to say, I feel like that's also another innuendo type joke yeah. in there. Yeah. So, Brad. Uh, we should right. have one more topic, which is your topic. Shorts v. Pants. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. I I've, used to hate shorts. I used to never wear sh- I mean, for up until probably five years ago, I never wore shorts ever. I hated them. Just I thought they were stupid. And now I hate pants. I hate pants. But I also hate shorts. Like, I would rather just run around naked. Um, but – my my neighbors frown upon that sometimes. Some of my neighbors enjoy it, but you know, the older ones don't like it. Yeah. See, I would say I'm a pants person. Yeah, I'm not. I would probably rather. because I have skinny tiny little calves and I can't do anything about it. I mean, if we're being real honest here, I would rather just wear cut off jean shorts all day. I think they look kick ass. I don't know why people hate on jean shorts. They were the best things in the world. I wore jean shorts for a long time when I was a teenager. And then like the short tight day- ones? No, no, just like regular short jean shorts. Oh, now I would wear the short tight Daisy Duke ones. Absolutely. Show off my quads. Yeah. But like, no, I always wore jean shorts. Like everybody wore jean shorts in the 90s. And then once I you had don't to think wear- I've ever worn jean shorts in my whole life. Oh my God. I had like 400 pairs. And then once it became, you had to wear these stupid khaki cargo pants. Uh, I've never worn cargo pants. I like one time, I think I had a pair of shorts that had a cargo pocket and I threw them out because I don't have cargo. I'm not a plane, Brad. Um, I'm um, very passionate about this topic. So, but now I'm a fan of wearing shorts at any, even until the dead of winter. I won't wear them outside. I always wear pants because I get cold. But in house, always shorts. My father-in-law, I've seen him wear pants twice. That's it. I've known him for six years, and he's only worn them at my wedding. I thought you were saying wear shorts at your wedding and his other daughter's wedding. That's it. Those are the only two times I've seen wear pants. Jorts. Jorts are the jean shorts. Um, so you brought up a very important topic, and I think we should touch on this. Why is it that stuff that goes in a plane called cargo or a shipment, mm-hmm. and is, isn't that right? No. Stuff that goes on a truck. It's cargo. No. It's, it's called a shipment, and stuff that goes on a ship is called cargo. Um. Why isn't stuff that's in a car called cargo and stuff on a ship called a shipment? Why is it the opposite? Because you need a car to go to the boat and you need a ship to get it to the car. Maybe, but that, that's, I'm still so confused. Everybody who's watching, can I? is it socially acceptable 
for me to start wearing like cutoff jeans or not Daisy Dukes, just cutoff jeans. Just take a pair of the jeans I'm wearing right now. I was riding a horse earlier this morning, so I have jeans on still. But if, if I just take these and cut them at appropriate length, is that acceptable for me to just start wearing jean shorts? Can I bring, can Macros Inc. bring back jean shorts for me? I, I think you can do whatever you want. But, but will it will it be socially acceptable? Will it be like, don't go coaching with them. They're the jean short group. Or maybe that'll be our niche. That's our new niche is jean short people. Jay, how long do you think it'll be before people at Macros Inc. don't even know who you and I are? I don't think they knew who we were before we started doing the lives again. <laughs> no, I, I, I think we were, I think we were way out of the picture, which is fine. Like know who our coaches are. Don't know who I am. It's America. You can do what you want. America. Um, uh, it's acceptable. If you wear them to live tomorrow and show us. Yes. If, if you please, if you wear jean shorts tomorrow, I will be very excited. I will try on, I have to clean out a drawer in my dresser that has jeans in it. Cause I have to, apparently, I apparently um, have to, find horse appropriate jeans um i'm still waiting for my t-shirt designer to get me the designs for my king of khaki shirt yeah, well, so. we'll get you that and then i will get my i will cut up a pair of jean shorts and i will wear those but i will make sure that they're appropriate and they're you know i'll even wear underwear with them tomorrow so we'll be good do you like my other new suit jacket i got yeah you're very snazzy 25 bucks i got two of them brad did you see my suit jacket <laughs> did you oh my god what the hell's wrong? Did you see my suit jacket? It's a brick. Hello, <laughs> this is the point in the show where everything just goes to hell. Uh, <laughs> he's a brick. Ouch. Ouch. He's mighty, mighty. I should, I should get Let like a print. Hang out. I, should yeah, get a print. A I should get a print that's a repeat Ow. of Brad Morgan's head. That would be pretty funny. Whoever can make me the best. There we go. If you want a free Macros Inc. t shirt, uh, and I'll even, you can make me a background for up here. Make me cool backgrounds to have fun with. And then, oh, and we'll, you know what I really things. want? I don't do. want anything serious, just funny things. You can put a logo if you're a graphic designer on there, and we'll just play with them all day. Just email them to me, jay you know at You know that picture of Brad Morgan where you're at his house and he's irritated and he's on the phone? Yeah. I want someone to take that picture and crop out his face and make one of those big fat heads out of his face. <laughs> and I'll just stick it on the wall behind me. I I told him I was doing a live. He's like, I'm not going to come on your live. I'm a crabby old man. And and this was like four years ago, three years ago. And I said, okay. And I went online, did it. And then I apparently never hit the confirm button because it was never charged. I never got billed. But I had ordered a life-size cardboard cutout of him from a picture that he has of him riding bike in his spandex bike uniform, bike outfit. Um, it's my favorite. I have, I have it saved. I'm thinking about getting that a life-size red Morgan cardboard cutout to put right behind me. Um, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so anybody have any questions? Also, if anybody would like, Oh, Brad, do you prefer to, when you're weightlifting, do you prefer to lift out in lift? Speak of in the devil came in. That's pretty sweet. Do you I'm prefer gonna... to lift in shorts or pants? Oh, I actually would rather work out in like, Sweats, like sweats. long pants. Yeah, sweats like actual sweatpants with the little rubber band with the little bands around the ankles. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Brad got removed from the stream because we can't have sweatpants. People, have you ever seen my gym attire? I look like a homeless person. I have like twenty-year-old sweats that have like covered in paint and holes and like old T-shirts. Right. I do not get dressed up when I go to the gym at four in the morning. I just wear, I have like three pairs of Under Armour shorts that I rotate through and like a thousand macros ink shirts. I mean, that'll work. Right. Um, I really need some more macros ink polos. I need yeah, I'll talk to Hannah Clausen. She's in charge of clothing, not me. Yeah, I might just find like a local embroider and get no, some of those. Like, excuse nice me, that is not company polos. approved apparel, Dr. Dieter. I do what I want. <laughs> okay. As long as my wife approves, I do what I want. <laughs> there you go, smoking like a smart man. Just saying. All right. Well, if anybody has any questions that we did not get to, too damn bad. No. You I'm want kidding. what you can't have, and that's oh, just too damn bad. Oh, God. Um, if anybody would like to have a spot on our show as a show sponsor, um, please reach out to us at brad.deter at macrosinc.net and we can potentially work with you to um, give you a sponsor slot on our show. We have 
three spots that are available. Two of them are currently taken by Macros Inc. Um, one of them is taken by Mother of Macros. We would love to work with partners of ours to help develop small businesses. So we would love to give you a platform um, if you have a service or a product that aligns with our brand. We charge billions of dollars for these ad slots. So make sure you have deep pockets and or no pockets. No, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you're not wearing pockets, it's a given. Yeah. Um, so Brad, what are you gonna do the rest of the day? Um, I have a meeting at one I think it's at one I have a meeting at two. I have a meeting at four. I have to give a presentation on, Vitamin D tonight at five. I have my nephew. Really? Yes. <laughs> I have my nephew's birthday party at six, um, where we are going to drive to their house, and we're going to have a social distance approved gathering of a small group of people where we bring our own lawn chairs and sit twenty feet apart and partake in pizza while my little nephew opens his presents. Ooh. So I have a very full afternoon. Yeah. Fancy. What do you have this afternoon? Um, work. Meetings. I have me the same some of some of the same meetings that you have. I think. I, I think. Um, and then I'm going to eat a sandwich. Ooh, um, what kind of sandwich? I don't know. Probably a ham sandwich. Uh, oh, what was I? Oh. And then I'm going to. Uh, I actually, as soon as this is over, before our our meeting, I'm going to pour a glass of scotch. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I like scotch. Scotch, Ooh, scotch, scotch. You should go look up Freeland Distillery and get that bourbon. I think you told me about that. Maybe I'll just ship you one. Yeah, I am actually. I have been on a. I got really out of scotch for a couple of years, and now I've I, I've been. I found a couple old old bottles of scotch that I had kind of stashed away, uh, and I've been like, ah, having one or two, and I'm back into the scotch habit. Huh. It's an expensive habit. I mean, that's why I have like maybe a glass once every two weeks. That's why I have a glass. I, yeah, I mean, I limit myself to like one glass every you know hour or two. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah. just you but, just like set alarms and uh, get up in the middle of the night. I mean, you just do it IV mainline that shit. I mean, it's not a bad plan. I know a guy who who put an IV started at the firehouse years ago who started an IV on himself and we poured uh, Everclear into it. Ugh, that's not yeah. Good. He said he could feel his hand getting drunk. Um, he's like, I, he was sober. He's like, my hand's getting drunk. It's real weird. He's like, my hand it just feels hammered, and then all you can see it just hitting him. And then we gave him a breathalyzer, and he failed it horribly. <laughs> That's also good. It was awesome. Um, he was not working. Also, by the way, he was he was coming off of shifts. This was early in the morning. Did you um, know that if you get methanol poisoning, they give you alcohol? Yes, they give they you ethanol. Great ethanol, yeah. Do you know, or they can just give you beer or vodka. Beer, yeah, well, like an ER, if you get somebody who's coming in, <clears throat> I've seen it when I worked in the ER. They would give them uh, eth- They would give them a alcohol drip. Do you know why that works? Uh, well, because it stops the withdrawal symptoms. No. What? We so, things. No. So if you consume methanol. Oh, methanol, methanol. Sorry, I was thinking for alcohol. Um, withdrawal. With, withdrawal. They, they'll give them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it, it, it neutralizes it, right? So methanol and alcohol or methanol and ethanol, ethanol. are metabolized by the same enzyme, so, alcohol dehydrogenase, yeah. one and two. Methanol, when it gets... Uh, metabolized by the alcohol dehydrogenase, the metabolites that come that come out of that, one of them is very poisonous slash toxic to the body and will kill you. So if you give the body a lot of ethanol, it will occupy the alcohol dehydrogenase enzyme. And you have to do that continuously for like 24 to 48 hours until all the, the intact methanol gets peed out of your system. Okay, until you can so it so until you can metabolize the other stuff so it doesn't break down. Yeah, so you basically your body is busy metabolizing ethanol, so methanol gets peed out. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like um, blocking receptor site. Um, yeah, different. I mean, different. Obviously, different yep. thing, but same same basic concept. It's yep. blocking something so something else can go. Do you, do you know how they uh, how they stop organophosphate poisoning? 
give you inorganic phosphate? Uh, atropine, atropine, but you give them enough atropine. And when I was in medical school, they were like, if you, 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 and nobody, I don't know any other goddamn medic who's ever seen organophosphate poisoning. I used to work in a part in an area that had like all these old guys who would spread fertilizer with their hands in the heat for 10 hours a day and oh, would just God. get organophosphate poisoning. So I was always, they taught us in medical school, give them, give them, give them atropine, a milligram of atropine every, every two minutes until they stop shitting themselves. And I was like, oh, okay. And do you ooze out everywhere when you have organophosphate? I mean, drooling is not like it's coming out of everywhere. And sure enough, like you just keep hitting it. And the and I had this, the first time I had it, this old guy, he looks at me and goes, I stopped pooping. It was like, I think we're good. Oh, <laughs> like, we're there. And there is five of them. Like they're crazy. I think, it, I, I think it's atropine. Have you ever seen the movie, the rock with Sean Connery and Nicholas cage? Yeah, no, he sticks. Um, that's, um, it was the very, the very opening scene where yeah, they're like, Oh yeah. Well, that, because that was, it was VX nerve gas. Yeah. He's like, you want me to stick this in my, in my heart? heart? So I went through. I was a hazmat. I was a hazmat tech, and I went through the the a course at the CDC, um, and, and I went through the VX nerve gas course. And you get in a room, they give they put three. I mean, with live VX, three pin head size drops of VX. That's enough to kill everybody in the room. And you're sitting there and like doing and taking readings on it and taking a sample of it, and, and then they clean it out, but. We're in there, and the guy who's the, the instructor back there, he's like, I got a tear in my suit. I got a tear. And, like, we all turn around panic, and he's just laughing. He goes, normally you get one guy who pisses himself right about now. How's everybody doing? I'm like, oh, my God. I think it was 19 terrified shitless. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, The Rock? Yeah, Welcome to The Rock. They have the single best line in any movie. I can't repeat it here because it's not appropriate. Um, but it's – probably the best line in any any movie ever oh sean, is sean connery telling it winners go home and yeah yeah <laughs> losers always whine about doing their best Winner, winners yeah winners go home and <laughs> so uh if our listeners are above the age of 18 years old and you would like to look up that quote you feel free but otherwise this is a family friendly show and we never make it a show. show brad's just a fan it's an, we're not a family friendly show brad's a family friendly person so, uh, well, tomorrow we'll be back. Um, same macro time. Same macro channel. Same macro channel. Um, you need to make sure you go to youtube.com slash C slash macrozinc, or you can go to macrozinc.net slash YouTube. Um, click the subscribe button. Click the little dingy bell that's probably right here. Right, 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 right there. Um, so you can be notified. Um, you will get all of our YouTube videos when they drop. Um, you'll see Jay in his invisible blanket. Remember, will, I need funny. I need funny backgrounds for my green screen. Um, you can get a hold of us at macrosync.net. Uh, that's it. We will see you guys this tomorrow. Is so fun. I could do this all day. I think I'm just going to do this the rest of the day. Play with the green screen. Okay, that's, that's fair. That seems reasonable. Okay, I'm done. Everybody. Take care. Thanks for watching, guys. Appreciate you all. Cue outro music. Oh, that's what I need to do. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. Hold on. Man, I messed up. Okay, goodbye. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of Am I Live, a podcast from Macros, Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.